Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, kids, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 250. Mike, we made it to 250. I don't know if that's accomplishment or not an accomplishment. Uh, we definitely have a lot of downloads just because we have so many podcasts. So I'm going to go with a positive successful accomplishment what's your thoughts uh man it's it's great i mean i never thought when i started on episode three that we'd make it to 250 and here we are and not only are we at 250 matt we are reviewing like a fashion movie who would have thought wait hold on it's not about coochie no 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 gucci the 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 uh fashion accessories i don't know Oh, great. I don't know. Designers. Mike, I might have watched the wrong movie. (laughs) Was it in like a movie theater or was it on pay-per-view, specifically Spice Channel? Uh, No, I, uh, it, it was, uh, it was in a movie theater and it wasn't on, I don't, I, I don't know if it's on the Spice Channel. I, I haven't. Yeah, I watched the wrong one then. Uh oh! I was well, I was wondering why Lady Gaga was naked the whole time. Yeah, well, I guess this is going to be a short pod then. <laughs> oh yeah, I I was just trying to. That would be a perfect like porn like spoof. House of Coochie, perfect. Like it's made for it. Like seriously, just a house full of a bunch of naked ladies. House of Coochie. I'm gonna. Uh, that's it. That's my million dollar idea, Mike. Although, uh, is it really mine? Probably not, because I'm sure they're already filming something like that. Yeah, probably as soon as they saw the trailer, they're like, I got an idea. (laughs) Right. Yep. Done. Done. All right. So there you go. House of Gucci, Real Film Nerds, episode number 250. Mike, go ahead. Give us a rundown. All right, Matt. This was directed by Ridley Scott. It was uh, written by Becky Johnson, Roberto uh, Bonavega, and uh, it is... Starring uh, Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Al Pacino, Jeremy Irons, Jared Leto, and Salma Hayek. And when Patricia, Regina, Regilia, an outsider from humble beginnings, marries into the Gucci family, her unbridled ambition begins to unravel their legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately... Murder. So, Mike, it's Patrizia Reggiani. Reggiani. I mean, I, I, yeah. I know. They don't say her name that much or her unmarried name that much until, you know, just mostly in the beginning of the film. And then she marries a Gucci. And then she's, you know, Patrizia Gucci. Correct. All right, Mike. So, you, go ahead. What are your first thoughts? Uh, so, I didn't really know what we were getting into when I went and watched this movie, Matt, because, you know, it was just a request. So, we just, I just went. I knew there were some big names in it, but I didn't really know what to expect. I was a little surprised it was directed by Rig- Wrigley Scott, actually. But, um, you know, it's it's a family dynasty kind of like just, I don't know, you get to see kind of this slow train wreck in motion. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was okay. Um, uh, lady, lady Gaga was really, really great. 
And uh, uh, surprisingly, well, maybe not really surprisingly, but I love Jared Leto's character. He he was great. He's so good at these kind of off the wall characters, man. Uh, it was it was fun to see him, and he was in the movie a lot. It's really like Adam uh, Adam Driver, Lady Gaga, Al Pacino, and Jared Leto most of the movie. So I, I really I really like Jared Leto's character. Paolo was one of my favorite characters of the film. It was fantastic. I had a hinkling. It was Jared Leto when I was watching the film, but I waited to see the credits to confirm because much like you, Mike, I didn't really pay too much attention to the trailers. I didn't really do much research on this beforehand. I really don't know about the story of Gucci. I really don't care. I can't afford that kind of stuff. It's not really my style, but uh, I enjoyed this film. I thought it was very, very good. Uh, the biggest issue I have, Ridley Scott, if you're listening, is the length. It is long, dude, and it feels long. It just kind of goes and goes and goes and goes. Now, I understand why it's so long because they're literally giving you like the whole story of kind of the rise of Maurizio Gucci and going into the business and getting married and how his wife like influenced a lot of his decisions early on to kind of uh, upend the family business that's been going for a while. So the acting was incredible from everyone, everyone. Jared Leto is one of my favorites, but Al Pacino was absolutely phenomenal. He really knocked it out of the park. Um, Of course, Lady Gaga did a great job. I don't think she was as good as she was in A Star is Born, but that, let's be honest, Mike, that movie was made for Lady Gaga. Like that role screams Gaga. Yeah, that was that was almost kind of a, a like uh, I guess a biography, kind of in, in some ways about her rise to stardom and stuff. And so, I think it was very easy for her to identify with the material. Yeah, and I'm not saying she did a bad job. She did not. She did a phenomenal job in this. I just think in *A Star Is Born*, she was better. She's good in this. She's real good. Adam Driver too. Excellent. Very good. But the two that stole the show for me, definitely Jared Leto, definitely Al Pacino. Just both of them were absolutely fantastic. Love their performances. And that's why this film, you know, we'll get to our ratings later, but that's why I'm going to give this film the rating I'm going to give it is because of the performances. The cinematography was okay. It's nothing special. The um, story is good, but again, Nothing really special, nothing really out of the ordinary. You know, it's super, super long. But what sets this movie apart is the performances. They're just incredible. It's what makes this movie. Yeah, I mean, like you, Matt, I, you know, I didn't know much about the Gucci story or really much anything about Gucci. So, I mean, in some ways, I was learning a, a little bit about the history and the different things and uh, I I really enjoyed some 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 of the parts because uh, it's got it's got some pretty funny stuff. Um, the the Italians crack me up. Uh, a lot of the just kind of their mannerisms and their different things. It it, it was fun. Um, yeah. So you're right. The performances are what makes this movie. So if if you want to go see this movie in the theaters, uh, it it's long, but. You know, it, it is a pretty good movie. Uh, Matt, do you think anybody's going to get an Oscar nom- nomination out of this? I wouldn't be surprised if there were several Oscar noms on this. Um, 
I, I think Jared Leto probably will get supporting. I think Al Pacino will probably get supporting because they, they're not really the leading characters, I guess you would say. That's more of, you know, the Gaga and uh, the driver or the driving Gaga. There we go. They're, the driving Gaga. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, they're the uh, they're kind of the leads. I think Pacino and Leto probably will get a nod, but I, I you know, I don't know, man. The Oscars and Academy Awards and all that shit is so weird now. But uh, if if it was me, I'd pick those two. Okay, and then uh, I mean, not not to you know, he wasn't in it too much, but it was really great to see Jeremy Irons again on screen. Uh, he's such a great character actor, and uh, I mean, this movie is just full of great actors. So uh, it was it was it was pretty fun to watch. Um, for me, the story is a little bit. I mean, it's it's a good story, but it's just. It's kind of crazy family drama stuff, and um, I don't know. It, sometimes it's a, it's a little bit like, oh wow, like it's amazing that people have to deal with all that stuff. Too realistic, Mike. To your own family <laughs> drama. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, yep. It's always about the shares, the shares of the, the 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 family fortune. Yeah, I mean. That's what my family fights over is, uh, you know, who gets the, you know, last uh, piece of chicken. That That's what my family's all about. Well, uh, all right, Matt. I think on that note, I will ask you, uh, what are you drinking this uh, fine morning, evening, afternoon? <sighs> Mike, well, since I'm a slacker. And I was running behind, and I didn't know what time we were going to pod. I just grabbed the first beer that it was in the refrigerator and just ran into my podcasting mecca. Uh, I'm drinking a Michelob Ultra with only 2.6 carbs. It's delightful. Oh, nice. 2.6. Not 2.7, because that would be terrible. But 2.6? Yeah. A-OK. I can handle 2.6. 2.7, 2.8, way too much. I got to draw the line somewhere. All right, Matt. Well, I'm back to my old hijinks. I'm drinking IPA, uh, Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA in spirit of the season. Well, all right, Mike. That now means it's real film nerds, Marvel Cinematic Universe tie-in time. One of the most important questions ever. How does the House of Gucci relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Gosh, dude, you know, 250 episodes, but I can't say we've found 250 links, but it has to be over 200. It has to be over 200. Matt, I think I've only not found a MCU like two or three times. So I think we're like right around 245, 244. Well, you got to take out the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, and then you got to take out our first few episodes where we didn't do it. So I'd say we're probably, you're probably in the 240s. The high 240s. Okay, high 240s it is. Uh, on that note, uh, this movie, I went for the easy one. I'm all about easy ones. And, uh, yes, that Mike, is we know. <laughs> Miss, uh, Mrs. or Miss Salma Hayek. She, is, uh, she was in the recent Eternals movie as Ajak. And in this movie, she was Pina. Now, Mike... <laughs> 
which Real Film Nerds podcast episode number is The Eternals? Uh, 248? 248. Is that correct? I don't know. I don't have the website open because I will expose the noise on uh, my keyboard. Oh, hold on. I got it. I got it right now. I'm scrolling down. Scrolling. It's 248 or 246? Nope. It's not 248. It's not 247. It is 246, Mike. Dang it. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. So coming up in not this next podcast after this one, but two podcasts from now, we will be doing our fourth Marvel Cinematic Universe movie of the year and probably the fourth in as many months because they crammed them all at the end. But I think it's going to be the best one of the year. Yeah, we're going to do Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm very, very much looking forward to it. I think it'll be more about Doctor Strange, but we'll see. We'll see. So, okay, we're in the spoiler territory. I don't think it really matters. We've been talking about it. This is a known story for people that are into the documentary kind of world and paying attention to drama and fashion and all that stuff. Everybody knows about this. Mike, here's one of my other criticisms about the story is the assassination was very, very limited in this. They really kind of got to it and then the, all of a sudden you know he was murdered and that's it done yeah well i mean matt like you like you said the runtime was really getting long so maybe they just figured we would just be able to make the jump to the trial i, I would have liked a little bit more of the Maurizio kind of assassination plot and things throughout the film instead of it just being kind of rushed at the last little bit but you know what do you do? Ridley Scott did it. He's a great director. He's done great films. There's one right now that I kind of want to buy. It just came out. We I didn't get a chance to see it in the theaters. I talked about it. The um, Was it The Final Duel? Oh, yeah. The Matt Damon, Ben Affleck movie yeah. where they, they wrote it again. Like This is the first time they've worked together since Goodwill Hunting. Right, right. And I kind of want to watch that, but it's now out on digital. It's 20 bucks. Um the critics loved it, but nobody went and saw it in the theaters. And I heard it's just brutal, very well written, great acting, but it just did not sell well. I guess the public just isn't ready for it. And Ridley Scott attacked the Marvel Cinematic Universe several times over people not seeing it and all that. And I don't know. I just want to see it. I think it looks like a cool film and something I kind of want to watch. But, you know, we'll get there eventually. So, Mike, speaking about movies that are not related to this podcast. Guess what we have this week, Mike? Oh, Matt, I think we have a giveaway this week, don't we? Mike, we do. So for Real Film Nerds podcast episode number 250, our good friends over at Paramount Pictures gave us some digital rental codes for the brand new Bruce Willis movie Deadlock that just came out this week. So if you want to be entered into a contest to win one of these rental codes for, I believe it's Redbox Online. I don't remember the exact website that Redbox does it. It might just be redbox.com. But it's a free rental of this film. Uh, Go ahead, shoot us an email. Tell us your favorite Bruce Willis film. You can email me at matt at realfilmnerds, not nods, nerds.com or mike at realfilmnerds.com. And just tell us what your favorite Bruce Willis movie is, and we'll pitch in for a drawing to win one of these uh, free codes for this movie. And heck yeah, dude, Bruce Willis, another film. Awesome. Yeah, uh, on the Bruce Willis note, Matt, uh, just for our listeners, 
Uh, Looper just came out on Netflix, so you can watch that sci-fi. That's a great uh, sci-fi movie with Bruce Willis. So, uh, you know, go ahead and stream that one if you have a Netflix subscription. That was back when I liked Ryan Johnson. Okay. All right. I, I think I think this is a Star Wars thing, so I'm just gonna leave it. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it on the floor. Yeah. Boom. We're gonna leave it alone because I need to finish out our promotion for the new film Deadlock. So here we go, Mike. Here is the business right away. Let's see. Hopefully I don't screw it up. I'm okay at reading and talking, and sometimes it's hard to do it at the same time. Deadlock, the action packed thriller starring Bruce Willis and Patrick Muldoon is now available on digital and on demand. When a wanted criminal, Willis, leads a team of mercenaries threatening to flood an entire town, it's up to one retired elite army ranger, Muldoon, to save thousands of innocent lives before it's too late. Buy or rent Deadlock and watch it today. It is rated R, and again, it is from our good friends over at Paramount Pictures who I recently started giving more money to because I am now a subscriber of Paramount Plus. Yellowstone is just too good, Mike. It's too good. I have to have Paramount Plus. Okay, man. No problem. No problem, uh, Paramount. Thanks you. Yeah. Thank you again for the giveaway. We love it. We love giving away films here on our podcast. Our listeners love it. And I hope you love giving us stuff to give away because I know we like it. So, all right, Mike, back on with Real Film Nerds. And our review of House of Gucci. All right, Matt. So, uh, um, the the various extravagance that they show in this this movie. Uh, what did what did you think about it? Like, did it entertain you? Like the different like just crazy like things that they would do. Like you know, um, I guess some of the different parties and like at the store and like when they went to restaurants and stuff. Just the weird things they would do or how how did that hit you it is a world i do not know and will never know and i guess it'd be cool to know what it's like to drive a lambo that'd be pretty sweet you know they they have like a ski house vacation home in like the alps and they're all like hanging out there and i don't know it's it's just a totally different lifestyle that i don't know if i would enjoy because one i don't know if i'll ever get to that level but i don't know it's kind of weird to me blowing a lot of money on very simple things you know like why do you need like a ten thousand dollar like handbag or however much the stuff is i just i don't get it i mean i i'm just like everybody else i understand quality is a wonderful thing but i mean you know the mcrib is delicious and it's only like five bucks you know it is not quality so but it's still delicious. All right. Well, once again, you brought up a McRib. Um, but yeah, okay. I, I agree with you, man. It, it, it's a world that you or I probably will never see. And if we do, it'll be like just a window. But um, anyway, the the thing that I took away from this was, uh, you know, just because you can buy all these things doesn't mean you have all you know everything's figured out i mean there's all still there's always problems everything life happens there's always this stuff it's just different kinds of stuff you know in this in this movie you know a lot of it was like family drama trying to deal with the brothers or the uncles or the the cousins trying to do different things and everybody wants to 
be on top. And um, another thing that I found kind of interesting was uh, Aldo uh, Gucci, uh, played by uh, Al Pacino, actually uh, aligned to make knockoffs of their own stuff to sell to make money. And it was brilliant. And he made all kinds of money doing it. And it was interesting. Now, was that in the movie or did you research that outside of it? Because I know there's that whole knockoff off part where um, Patrizia loses her mind over finding him at a flea market. Uh, no, but uh, like Aldo pretty much admits in the movie. I, I didn't do any research, but in the movie he admits that he did that. And then, you know, when they were doing the business uh, talk with the, I don't know, Mideast investor guy. Um, he said, oh, what's this? You closed down this side project of Aldo? And uh, that brought in $200 million a year, man. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's also a good way for advertising because, you know, you see a bunch of knockoff Gucci stuff. It's still the name brand of Gucci being put out there, even though it's not name brand. Yeah, I think that's kind of how he looked at it as, yeah, it's not going to have the quality. But they still made money off of it, and then it would give other people the chance to be like, oh, I wonder if I could get a real one. Right, yeah, exactly. It's the illusion of being able to afford such high-end products and quality and all those other things. I don't don't know. I've never even – I'm sure I've seen Gucci bags, but I haven't really cared. I don't know. It's just not a world that I'm in. Like – I wear Wrangler jeans, not because I'm a cowboy, but because they're cheap and they're durable. I, I I think spending more than 20 bucks for a pair of pants is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, man. I remember one time I went into a store and they only had like a few things out. And I was like, what's this? And they're like, oh, this is our jeans or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. Well, uh, how much? And they were like 250 bucks. And I was like, okay. And I walked right out. Well, Mike, we know you don't like wearing pants because I can tell right now by our Skype video that you don't like wearing pants. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I don't mind, you know, calling you an intimate friend, Mike, but this might be a little bit too intimate. Well, yes, on a, a realistic fashion, I do not like wearing pants too much. I am more of a shorts guy. <laughs> I love my cargo shorts. Yeah, yeah, you're the dad with the cargo shorts. You admit it. You admit it. I love cargo shorts. They have all the extra pockets. So many pockets. So many pockets. So, well, all right, Mike, let's go ahead and get to it. How many reels do you give House of Gucci? All right, Matt. Uh, I'm going to give this one two and a half reels. I liked it, but at the same time, uh, I, I don't know. There was just something... Maybe it was his content. I, I don't know. Something about it I just didn't quite like all the way. But it did have really good performances. So I'm going to give it a two and a half reels. Well, Mike, I am going to be a little bit higher than you. I give it three and a half reels. And I was teetering between a three and a half and a four. I kept going back and forth and back and forth. The reason why I went a three and a half is because honestly, the only thing that really sticks out to me about this film is the performances. And. The story was okay. It was good. I mean, I, it's not incredible. It's too long. You know, all the things I've just talked about is the reason why I gave it a three and a half instead of a four. Um, Jared Leto killed it. Al Pacino killed it. Lady Gaga killed it. Adam Driver, Jeremy Irons killed it. Oh, dude, speaking about Jeremy Irons, I want to ask you this. Have you watched the new Watchmen show on HBO? It's not new now. It's been out for a while. 
But did you ever watch that? No, no, I didn't. I, I never got a chance. Oh, you need to watch it. It's on HBO Max now because you know HBO Max is now all of HBO, I guess too. Uh, watch it. Jeremy Irons is really something else in that film, and not film. It's a TV show, but in that TV show, he is really something else. Okay, I'll uh, I'll check it out, man. It's very good, very good. When there are copious amounts of free time, right? Oh yeah, I get free time for days. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just talking to uh, some of my coworkers about that today about how I now understand why uh, several of my coworkers have maids and gardeners because they just flat out don't have time to do anything around their house. I'm like, well, again, that's great for them, but I I, I still couldn't afford it i'd rather do the work myself so all right mike next week it is your pick why don't you tell our lovely listeners what film we're going to be reviewing for next week all right matt yeah so i wanted to do a christmasy type movie but a little something off the beaten path and i was thinking i was like what is a movie that we haven't reviewed that i'd really like to watch again and probably will watch anyway during this holiday season and you know i i chose trading places uh with uh dan Aykroyd and eddie murphy and this one is uh it's it's a great movie i always enjoy watching it and it's not exactly a christmas movie but it's very christmasy it's during the time and anyway i i thought this one would be a fun one matt and and we talked about maybe doing something uh you know reviewing movies that weren't quite the newest movies and so i chose this one so hopefully everybody will like it well mike here's a little bit of trivia for you um did you know that one of the reasons why we have the original ghostbusters is because of trading places no i did not so dan Aykroyd did such a good job with trading places that uh, the studios granted him the ability to do Ghostbusters. Oh, man. Well, then that's awesome, and I'm glad we're going to talk about this movie. Yeah, if it was a flop, they weren't going to let him you know, make Ghostbusters, but they did. And uh, originally, I'm sure you know this, the part of Winston was intended for Eddie Murphy. Oh, uh, I don't think I knew that. Yep, it was. And the part of uh, um, uh, Venkman was intended for John Belushi. I did know that. I did know that. And the tribute to John Belushi in the original Ghostbusters, I think we talked about this when we reviewed it way back, which that is one of the times I gave a five out of five, by the way, people. Um, Slimer is in the mold and look of John Belushi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Slimer is supposed to basically be John Belushi's ghost. So that's pretty fun. That's a cool little call out to him. So anyways, all right, Mike. Well, I'm excited. I like Trading Places. It's a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, we might have to rent this one because I think it's only on Stars. And luckily, I got some free rentals recently from Vudu because I bought so many movies over the Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> it's hard to pass up those three for 10 deals, man. It really is. Three decent movies for 10 bucks at 4K too? Yeah, I'm going to jump on that. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand, man. Yeah, I understand. So anyways, all right. Well, Mike, uh, I'm good. Go ahead. Do your thing. Take us out of here for Real Film Nerds episode number 250. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And go out there, stream a movie. Go watch a movie at the theater if you can. And, uh, you know, enjoy your holiday season. 
Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Let me guess, this is Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds Podcast. Man, you're really getting your money's worth on that caller ID, aren't you? <laughs> I sure am. How you doing there, Maddie? Another day in paradise. How about yourself? You know, these are local and live. I'm feeling the same vibe that you are. Absolutely. What movie are we talking about today? Well, you're the one that asked for it. You better know. Oh, did you do House of Gucci? <clears throat> Of course, I did. Okay, I can't. Just for you. Oh, good, good, good. I can't wait to hear what uh, you thought about the movie. Tell me. Uh, it was okay. That's kind of what I'm hearing. I haven't seen it yet, but people aren't exactly thrilled about it, which surprises me. Uh, it's not terrible. It, <clears throat> it's a Ridley Scott movie, so you know Ridley Scott is very, very good director. Yeah. The problem is, in my opinion, it goes on and on and on and on and on. And on. It's <laughs> very long, and it. <laughs> feels long. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. brutal. Okay. How is the acting? The I, acting, I... incredible. The Ooh. performances are absolutely incredible. That's what really makes the film is the performances, especially Jared Leto. Okay. And Al Pacino. And what did you think about Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga did great. She's a very, very good actress. I thought she did absolutely wonderful. I still think she was better in A Star is Born, though. But it's kind of hard to compare the two roles because, like, A Star is Born was, like, written for her. Like, yes. that's her movie. Right. You know? So, but she still was absolutely fantastic in this film as well. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I've heard a lot of criticism about her acting. And a lot of people did not like it. But I'm glad to hear that you did. No, no. I thought she's, I think she's very good. I think she needs to keep working on it. She's not 100% there. You know, nobody ever is. Right. But she's... I, I enjoy it. I think she is very good at what she does. It must be wonderful to be so multi-talented. Right. Must be wonderful. <laughs> I know. I hear you. Okay, so what you didn't like about it was that it just went on and on and on. Well, it's really, really long, and it feels long. If it's long and it doesn't feel long, I'm okay with it, but it feels long. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not a, you know, the the nothing else is really special about it other than the acting. The cinematography is fine. It's nothing great. Okay. The story is good. But again, part of the reason why the story drags on, I mean, it part of the reason it drags is because of the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. How many reels are you going to give it? Um, I, I'm generous. I'm nice. I give it three and a half out of five reels. Three and a half out of five. Okay. So I should just wait and see it on streaming. That's what I think. I think I wouldn't advise anyone to go, you know, see it in the theaters unless they desperately want to, because there's not really anything that warrants seeing it in the theaters. Yeah. I mean, it's not a big blockbuster. It doesn't have... An incredible surround sound. The acting is amazing, and the acting is going to look great on at home or at the theater. Okay. All right. So we're going to give your mother a call and see if she liked it and see if your father fell asleep while watching it. I'm curious to find out how many times she fell asleep watching it. <laughs> well, Kelsey Claire said she fell asleep three times, and she's only 30. So I'm definitely going to wait and see it at home so that I can stop and start it and rewind it uh, so I can fall asleep in front yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay, what are we going to review next week? So next week we're going to review my co-host's pick, the 1983 Oscar-nominated film, Trading Places. Oh, that's a great movie. 
Great choice. Right? Yes. He, he said he wanted to do something fun and a little holiday and a little something kind of off the beaten path. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing next week. Very good. I can't wait. You guys check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Maddie, we're going to call your mother next on Magic 99.1. Good morning. Good morning, Ma Hinshaw. It's Lisa calling for Magic 99.1. Yay. How you doing, Ma? I'm wearing my snowflake gaudy earrings for Christmas. I'm doing fine. (laughs) I'm impressed, lady. Okay, tell me, what did you think of House of Gucci? I absolutely loved it. Oh, good. And I think those actors are phenomenal. Adam Driver, I can't even believe how good he was being Maurizio. I mean, he looked like Maurizio, if you Google him. Yeah. Very close. And, you know, Adam Driver's very, very thin, you know, with yes. dark. I was, that blew me away. Okay. Secondly, of course, Jared Leto, awesome, awesome actor. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And And you know what? People can be cranky about (laughs) Lady Gaga, but she I think she was fantastic because she had to have this strong Italian accent. And did she nail it? And I thought she nailed it quite well. Okay. Really, she did. And she looked like uh, Mrs. Gucci. I mean, the appearance and everything, it was really fantastic to me. Okay. I thought it was great. My husband only fell asleep once. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And it was like over two hours, like almost two and a half hours, and he only fell asleep once. That's amazing. Yeah, and the thing about it, too, is uh, probably a generational thing, but I thought this was fantastic. If you were young in the 80s, late 80s, and early 90s, he died in 94, the clothing... And the big hype about Gucci bags, and that's all I could remember is everybody wanted Gucci bags, and then they found these knockoffs, and then everybody was feeling guilty because they bought a knockoff, you know? (laughs) Right. I mean, they covered that fantastically well. Her clothing was fantastic. She looked so good. I really thought this was an amazing movie, and I'm shocked that people... Did not like it. Al Pacino was fantastic. Oh, See, wow. I, I was surprised that people didn't like it as well. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, my girlfriend, who's a lot younger than us, um, she said she fell asleep three times. So maybe you're right. Maybe you have to be a certain age to appreciate it. It might be because, you know, I was back in the day where I wore the mini skirts and, the, you know, that look that they had with sure. the Gucci clothes and sure. everything. Sure. You know, but uh, I thought they really captured it because it was about Maurizio, really. And how could you have told his story without going that long? Because he started out so free and and loving and kind and, and this and that. And then, you know, when he gets involved in the business instead of what he was really going to be a lawyer, I mean, it, it just... They did such a beautiful job of his change from one type of person to another. You know what I mean? Okay. So I thought it was good. How many cookies are you going to give it? I'd give it four. Four. At least four. Four out of five. Maybe four and a half even. Okay. Well, I like your review. It's encouraging me to want to see it. But like I told Matt, I'm going to wait till I can see it at home just in case I fall asleep. 
Well, that would be a good idea. But I mean, I was shocked that Dave only fell asleep once and he overdoses on popcorn. You know how that right, goes. Right. But- <laughs> That's impressive. That says a lot. As always, Mahin Shah, thanks for reporting for us on what station? 99.1 Magic Radio.